Welcome to the Strategic Travel Entrepreneur. My name is Rita Perez. Hello. I've been a travel advisor for over 10 years and am navigating this winding road of entrepreneurship with you. I created this podcast because I wanted to share all the things I've learned from leaders both in and out of our industry that I really wish I would have known way back then. But alas, the important thing is I'm aware of them now and I want you to be too. Ready for this week's show? Let's jump in. everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. Rita here. I hope you're doing awesome today. Um, One of the things that I wanted to come to today or theme. So if you've been following me on Instagram, you kind of know that I kind of like work in themes and whatever the energy is presenting to me. I'm very spiritual in the sense that I pick up like on energies or messages that I've been hearing a lot or seeing a lot. And this week has been a lot of, you know, the features and the benefits and why should other people care and how do we elevate this experience for our clients? Because I think elevating the experience is the whole part of why should people care about you and your travel business? And as I'm scrolling through social media, You know, I see really great examples of people doing really amazing things with their work, providing so much value and providing that elevated experience. And then I still see, and I'm not saying like this out of blame, I'm just saying it's this old mentality of get that I see so many places. And I was guilty of it as well, um, that my voice was more, hey, you should do this because I'm amazing. And why should somebody care about that? Why should somebody care if I am an amazing travel advisor or travel entrepreneur? So it's kind of diving deep and like very intrinsic to answer these types of questions so that we know or are better equipped to serve and answer the people who are around us or looking to utilize our services. So why should they care that I have all these certifications? I mean, I took a lot of time and money to invest in myself to take these certifications, but why should somebody else care? And it's kind of pulling those out, not saying I am a CTA and I have my MCC. It is saying that I have invested my time and my efforts to be a better travel advisor for you. So what does that mean for you? That means you're going to be working with somebody who is more knowledgeable, who has access to the breaking news of whatever is going on in the industry, who has access to other individuals who have elevated themselves and are able to assist in a way that you need to be assisted. This is not, um, I graduated from the university of becoming a business owner and I'm Googling things, even though Google is super amazing and helpful. This is not, you're just Googling something to see which one kind of like fits the most. You actually know what fits the most because 
all these other resources that you're investing into have done the research already. They've already been vetted. And, and this is actually part of the benefit of using the travel advisor because you are, you are using vetted sources and not just Joe Schmo who decided to uh, start a business and said, hey, I'm going to do tours of Disney World now. Um, and you never know what's going to happen with Joe Schmo and how stable his business is. Those are just some of the things that are examples of things that we should be highlighting and unpacking and uncovering. It's not enough to say that I'm a certified travel advisor, for example. It's not to say, it's not enough to say that I am a groups expert. It's like, okay, that's, that's great. I'm actually like planning a group. I feel like that's the funnel. The funnel is to identify yourself as certain things, but how do I know it is right for me? I, that That's so funny. I wasn't even thinking about the funnel, but somebody's looking for a travel advisor. Okay, the first thing you have to be a travel advisor, which we are. Okay, let's go ahead. Let's get to the next next funnel. I am planning a group cruise for next year. So I need somebody who specializes in groups. Okay, let's go ahead. Let's get to the next level of the funnel. I need someone who is going to be focused on my people who is very skilled at French river cruises or whatever it is. It's kind of like there are different layers that people are using in their head to check off to make sure that you are the one for them. And when you are putting calls to actions that are saying, hey, just reach out to me or shoot me an email or send me a DM without putting that additional value of why you are qualified to help them check off like those features and those benefits they are not going to know. And of course, like I know the the next question might be like, well, they can just send me a message and find out, but we have to make this process as easy as possible. I like, um, oh, what's his name? He does the Marketing Made Simple podcast. They talk about when somebody goes to your website, the first thing, the above the fold on your website needs to pass the grunt test. And the grunt test means it's so simple to identify what your business does and who your business is for and how your business can help somebody else because a caveman can go to your website and be like, they can do like (laughs) that grunting voice. So um, I I guess like that's, that's one route. That's, I guess, part of the funnel. Ah, look at that connecting thing. That's part of the funnel. If they can go to the above the fold, and if you don't know what above the fold is, that is when somebody looks at, your website, the first thing that hits them, what is it? What is it it telling them? Because you only have a limited amount of time to, to grab them, to grab your audience. And if they've gone to your website, they need to know immediately if you're, if you're for them and how you're going to be helping them out and what exactly you do. And if the above the fold says that in a nice, pristine, precise, clear way, they're going to keep reading your website and wanting to learn a little bit more about you. Which again, I mean, this is, it, it just all works together. There's some foundational elements here, but really, why should they care? And that is the foremost question that you should be asking. So I took a couple screenshots. Let me go over some. 
And um, one is actually from somebody who I know is extremely successful in this business, but that person is extremely successful in the business because of the relationships that they make. And I'm trying not to identify like gender or anything um, so that so that we can stay as neutral as possible. But when I look at this person's social media posts, I irk because it just feels so grungy. So here is one of the captions. I'd love to help you plan your trip, so be sure to schedule a consultation with me or send me an email when you're ready to start planning or simply head over to my website to check out my groups and offers. How does that benefit me? I mean, unless like I know this person and have a relationship and rapport with this person, I'd be like, oh, okay, let's see what this person is up to right now. But if you're just looking at that with a pretty picture, that is not grasping me. That is not enticing me. It's kind of like we need to get out of this I speak, which I've talked about before, and get into a them speak. You need to get into the head of your client. Now, this picture that I'm looking at right now has this beautiful setup of wine bottles. Like they have the bar, the bar set up and ready to go for you to enjoy and relax on the top deck. So I feel like it could have been pulled like, are you ready to be chilling at the top deck and relaxing as you're sailing away while you you have your drink in your hand? You know, be some like some sort of romanticize that if you are ready to get away from everything that the pandemic has dealt you this year, this past year, please contact me because I would like to go ahead and relieve that stress from you. Or something, this is like me off, very off the cuff. You're, you're pulling out why someone would want to care about what you're posted and you're pulling out why someone would want to care to work with you. How can you help me out? What's in it for them, the with them? And I don't think we're very good at that because it's not very talked about in our industry to be pulling that out. Um, what is the transformation that they will receive that's another thing, that's another message that has come through this week. What is the transformation? They are coming to you as tired, stressed, needing a break. And what will they get after working with you and the trip that you have planned? We're in a very unique space in this travel business because we are not only a service business, but we are a products business as well. We're not like selling a physical product like a paperclip or anything, but we are selling a travel product. So what does that make me feel? I am rejuvenated. I am joyful. I am my cup has been filled after I've gone on a trip. Like I'm trying to think of everything that I received. And I think like that is helpful. If you have gone on a trip recently, what have you received? I am more glowing because I'm so much more happier now. And because I'm so much happier now, I'm able to give to others. So what does that mean for somebody else? Like fill your cup and you're able to be a better worker at work. You're able to be a better parent at home. You're able to be a better spouse. Does does this mean that because your cup has been filled, you're able to help out in your community more? 
you're able to take care of the little tasks that you've been putting off, so now you have more space to do other tasks, what is the benefit of the travel that we provide? The Strategic Travel Entrepreneur is brought to you by Mailbox Power. Harness the power to attract and nurture your clients through something many entrepreneurs have forgotten about, the mailbox. Create beautiful custom campaigns and automate annual mailings for birthdays and holidays. And with a pro account, get access to mailboxes not currently on your mailing list that are just waiting for the travel service you offer. Visit my Mailbox Power affiliate link in the show notes to get started today and support this podcast. Like immediately, I think, yeah, the the features is that I'm going to go on a cruise. I'm going to be taken care of. I have included excursions, blah, blah, blah. But what does that actually mean to me? That is like a seamless travel experience that I don't even have to think about. And I know that I'm going to be taken care of, which means that when I come back home, I'm going to be able to take care of other people and other tasks that I have been putting off. That can be huge for somebody. And for me, that was huge. But we're not talking about these things, are we? Maybe. So I know some of you guys are because I've seen it because I've also seen like really great examples. But I don't think that this is something in our industry that has been taught for us to talk about. We talk a lot about ourselves and what we can do to help you. But what are we doing and what does that experience, because that's kind of like the third point-ish that I want to be making, is that what experience are we giving to our travel clients? Because I know many of us are wanting to have that elevated style, but what are you doing to elevate that? Because saying, hey, just come to my website and check me out is not an elevated style because I'm thinking of like Range Rover. Hey, yeah, just come into our store. And do you think that there's they're coming from that? Like, please help us out. We need to make a sale today. I, I don't I don't think so. Like Range Rover, Tiffany and Co., all those high-end places. Nobody is coming from a please, please, please come in here. That is not the experience that they're providing to their clients. Um, Jerisha Hawk had a really great live on her Instagram talking about this. And she pointed out something that was very relatable in the in our industry, the hospitality travel industry, is the difference between like the classes in the airplane. You have your first class, your premium, and your economy. And someone who is in economy knows exactly, everybody is going to know exactly what they want. And you know kind of what service you're going to be getting. But what kind of service are you providing to your clients to attract them if you're wanting first class clients? And what, it, what does that experience look like? Like if I was going to be sitting in a first class seat, I am assuming that my experience is going to include some sort of lay flat feature for an international flight. I'm going to be able to charge my phone. I'm going to be able to like watch the movies that I want. I'm going to have an elevated service experience, which means that 
Um, instead of having to ask for things, people are going to constantly check on me to make sure that I'm doing okay and they're going to present me with the information that I need to make decisions and they're going to be more proactive in, in giving me these types of things. They're not going to wait for me to ask. They're going to just automatically come around and check on me and do these types of things. Um, I'm going to get fuzzy slippers. I might get a fuzzy blanket. I'm going to have this private first class area. So when, when you're thinking about those types of things, what, what types of those things are you doing in your travel business to elevate the experience for your clients and your clients knowing that I'm getting a first class experience with my travel advisor or my travel supplier. And that's something, that's an exercise that I would like to be doing is how much more can I be giving to my clients to make sure that they're having an elevated experience so that they keep coming back to me and not only keep coming back to me, that they keep referring other people to me. Because I can guarantee certain little things that I do, like sending out birthday cards, selling out or sending out holiday cards, sending out monthly inspiration postcards. A big box store is not doing that. So that is how I am personally doing some things to elevate the experience. I'm sending out my weekly newsletter with tips. If you're connected with me on social media, I'm providing more value and being helpful, giving you that breaking news like the recent EU restrictions that we have again. What are you doing? What is the container? Because your business, I guess, is, is kind of like the box. But what's going in that box to make the experience memorable for your clients? Um, what are things that you are consistently doing also that can put them that can put into your clients' minds and even potential clients' minds that this is your brand? Because that's ah, that's another thing that was coming around that the brand, your business brand is the experience that your clients and potential clients are experiencing. And if they like that experience, then they're going to want to do business with you or keep doing business with you. Whereas marketing is how are you promoting that experience? Alrighty, I've laid kind of a lot, I've done a lot of word vomit, but I guess if we're going to do a wrap up of things that I hope you come out with thinking about, are why should your clients and potential clients care about you and your business? Why, what is motivating them to do business with you? Coming from a place of giving and not getting. Give them as much as you can because that elevates your experience with them. That elevates that brand. And what can you do to make sure that they are getting a first class experience? I know that one of the big discussions is like, how much should I charge for a planning fee? And I'm kind of thinking, just say a number and see how scary it sounds. I think I've, I've mentioned this before. Um, if it sounds comfortable to use, then use that number as your planning fee charge and work backwards in a sense. Like instead of saying like, I'm going to offer blah, 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 and this is how much I'm going to charge. I'm going to charge... Let's put a number out there, $500 for my experience. What does a $500 experience look like, feel like? 
what would make it worthy, what makes it valuable. I hope that this has been helpful to you, at least jogged your mind a little bit on things that you should be thinking about to elevate the type of experience and what marketing you're putting out there and what words you're putting out there. This is a constant journey with me in this marketing my travel business and getting elevating that client experience. And so even if you're doing something now, if you don't think that's where you need to be, that's great. That's your business. You've identified something. You can always make a tweak to it. Like there, there is nothing that is set in stone that says that you cannot change. And that is also the beauty of being in this business is that you're in charge and you get to make those evolutionary statements and, and do those evolutionary changes. Just make sure that you actually do them. Don't don't just think about them. <laughs> That's also been a big thing uh, on me is actually doing things instead of just thinking about things. So I guess in, in honor of that, I would love it if you could share next week because to give you some time to go ahead and do this, what are some things that you are wanting to do or will be implementing to do because we're not thinking we're doing to elevate that client experience? How are you going to go into one of your, ah, this is another good one, go into one of your captions that you already had that seems to be coming from a get place and how can you change it to a give place? I hope you have a great week. Thank you so much for listening and on this episode and I will see you next week. Thanks for joining me on the Strategic Travel Entrepreneur. Please subscribe and leave a show rating on your favorite podcast platform. Oh, and don't forget to take a look at the show notes for important information and links. See you next week.